0: I'm greeting you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, the man who has come to die to save us. I want you to love him, I want you to serve him. I want you to be humble to him and listen to his suggestions from the word of God, not mine, because I have nothing to tell you except from him. The weapons against Satan. This is the second part. And I ended on the ninth weapon, prevailing prayer. Shall we pray? Gracious Father, help me. Help me to articulate. Grant that your children will hear your voice, not my voice. May we prepare to meet your soon coming. You are coming soon from all evidences, from what is going on around us. Jesus, you are coming soon. Help us to prepare. Privately, in our homes, our families. So that when you shall come, we'll be able to see you face to face. It's our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Satan is very angry and he wants as many people as possible to go to hell with him. Because the Bible tells me in Colossians, I mean, Revelation chapter 20. Revelation chapter 20, listen to this. And shall go out to deceive the nations which are in the four quarters of the earth, Gog and Magog, to gather them together to battle, the number of whom is as the sand of the sea. And where are they going? Where are they going? And the devil that deceived them, verse 10, was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone, verse 15. And whomsoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. So Satan wants you in hell fire. Avoid him. Prevailing prayer will help you. So Colossians chapter 1, chapter 1, verse 9. For this cause we also, since the day we heard it, Do not cease to pray for you, and to desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will, in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. We are praying that you will understand the will of God. That's why Paul said, "Pray without ceasing." Pray without ceasing. Paul knew that Christianity was, was and is a warfare. So he counselled his members, "Pray without ceasing." He knew that we are surrounded by unseen powers of darkness. So he advised his members pray without season he knew that the only weapon against Satan and his forces is prayer so he encourages members pray without season don't give up don't pray once and if you don't get the answer you stop no keep praying until you get it prevailing prayer simply means praying until you get the answer from God And I'm going to show you how you do it it is not a prayer for one's needs but also for interceding for others It overcomes delay prevailing prayer overcomes delay it overcomes opposition it overcomes unfavorable circumstances are you at work and some people are harassing you they want to remove you from your seat go on your knees prevailing prayer for a certain number of days 21 days and just pray calling the names of those people and you see what God will do it is the prayer that brings blessings to others Prevailing prayer is intercession intensified. You intensify your prayer. Prevailing prayer is so simple that even a child can be taught. Just teach your child to keep praying for nothing, and you will get it. Anything God has done in the past, he's able to do it again. God is the same in power. He's the same in wisdom. He's the same in love. He's the same in grace. He doesn't change. God loves his praying, obedient children. Pray without season. It's the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. God delights in the fellowship of his children in prayer. He draws us to himself when we pray a prevailing prayer. God loves to hear us praying. One Bible writer, my favorite writer, Alan White says, Prayer is like a song in the ears of God. It's like a friend speaking to a friend, opening his heart out, pouring his heart out to God. Prevailing prayer. It's one of the most important ministries in expanding God's kingdom. Nothing is more Christ-like or involves more cooperation with Christ than prevailing prayer. Every praying person is a fearful person. Everybody's afraid of you. They fear you. You don't tell people, me, I pray. You. No, I'm not talking about that. But in your bedroom alone, as Jesus said it, when you do that, it will help you. Let me give you some biblical examples. Mark 10, 46-52. The blind Bartimaeus prevailed in prayer for the restoration of his eyesight. What did Jesus do? He answered his prayers. The bleeding woman prevailed and held on to Jesus' garment. She was healed. Luke chapter 8, verse 43. The Phoenician woman whose daughter was possessed with demons, she succeeded. You read that in Mark chapter 7, verse 26. Jacob prevailed with God for protecting his family. He prevailed, he fought with God. He prevailed, that is prevailing prayer. Let me read that to you. Genesis chapter 32. I'm reading from verse 1. Genesis 32, verse 1. And Jacob went on his way, and the angels of God met him. So you read down to the story. And then you come to the main thing, verse 22. And he arose up at that night, at night, and took his two wives, and his two women servants, and his eleven sons, and passed over the ford Jabbok. Jabbok. And he took them and sent them over the brook, and sent them over that he had. And Jacob was left alone. That is the secret of prevailing prayer, alone. That's why Jesus said, go to your bedroom and shut your door, alone. And there he wrestled a man with him until the breaking of the day. And when he saw that he prevailed not against him, he touched the hollow of his thigh, And the hollow of Jacob's thigh was out of joint. And he wrestled with him and he said, let me go for the day breaketh. And he said, I will not let you go except you bless me. Bless me before you go. And he said unto him, What is thy name? And he said, I'm Jacob. I am Jacob means I'm a supplanter. I'm a thief. I'm a womanizer. I've impregnated all my house girls. I'm a bad person. I cheated my brother. I'm a wanted man. He was honest with himself. And then he said, Thy name shall be called no more Jacob, but Israel. For as a prince has thou power with God and with men and has, and has prevailed. And Jacob asked him and said, Tell me, I pray thee, thy name. And he said, Wherefore is it that thou dost ask after my name? And he blessed him there. He didn't tell him his name. God didn't tell him anything. He knew he had rested with God. Rested with God. Set aside one night and wrestle with God about a problem in your life. Wrestle on your, on your belly, on your belly, face flat, on your knees, sweat. Rested with God, he will answer your prayers. And Satan is afraid of all those who wrestle with God. Listen, Satan is not afraid of anybody who stands to pray. If you didn't know, I'm telling you. If you stand and pray and shout and scream and raise your hands, you're doing nothing. He wants people who sit, who kneel down or prostrate and wrestle with God like Jacob. Even Jesus wrestled with God in Gethsemane. He was prostrating Abraham prevailed on behalf of Sodom. You know the story. Elijah prevailed that there should be no rain for 42 months, and it happened. Hezekiah prevailed for Israel's deliverance from Sennacherib, 2 Chronicles chapter 32, verse 20. Elder Epaphras prevailed for the church at Colossae in Colossians chapter 4, verses 12 to 13. So you can pray for anybody, your husband, Prayer can change anything. It can change your husband. It can change your wife. It can change your everything in life. Now let me give you the seven levels of prevailing prayer. And this is so important to me. Seven levels of prevailing prayer. Listen to Jesus. Matthew chapter 6, verses 6, 7, 9 to 13. But thou, when thou prayest, enter into thy closet alone, and when thou hast shut thy door, pray to thy father, which is in secret, and thy father, which seeth in secret, shall reward thee openly. But when you pray, use not vain repetitions. Don't keep repeating the name of God, repeating and saying the same thing all over. No, 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 no. You have to get organized as the hidden do, because that's what the hidden do, and they think they, they shall have Behead for their much speaking. Not too much speaking. You have to organize your thoughts when you're wrestling with God. Verse, from verse 9. And then he says, This is how you should pray. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. You see, it's organized. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom. Did you know that some people have removed this from their prayers? For thine is the kingdom. They don't want to say Jesus has the kingdom. And the power, they don't want to say that. And the glory forever. Amen. Only few churches say this. All the others don't even say it. What is the meaning of this? This is an organized prayer. In other words, in your prayer, there must be adoration. Adore God. Tell Him who He is. And then thank Him for His goodness. And then confess your sins to Him. After confession, intercede for other people. Pray for other people. Have a prayer list. And pray. And then you comes to petition. That is yourself. Some people even write a letter to God, telling Him everything This is my letter. And they read it out in prayer. And then believe it. Reclaim. Believe that God is going to ask, answer your prayers. So this is level one. Level one is ask. Matthew 7, 7. The level one of prevailing prayer is ask. Asking is our first request to God about something or somebody. It takes a few minutes to do that. It is normally a short prayer. Normally in public prayer. So when you're asked to pray in church, Just ask. Very simple prayer. Straight. Not a long prayer. Level two. Seek. This is the second phase of prayer that the asking becomes longer and more intense. It is when you state your reasons for the request. Lord, help me. I need need a job. I need my husband. You are stating the reason. If this woman takes my husband, I am in trouble. So you are seeking God. It's like looking for a key that is lost. It's like looking for a child that is lost. You are seeking, seeking for promises in the Bible and claiming it. It is eagerly looking for a lost item. It is an expression of frustration and fear. And in this type of prayer, you see tears running down your cheeks. You see yourself crying. You are crying. You are asking God, I need your help. That is where your shirt, your your nightgown is worth. You can't do that in the church. You don't have to do that in the church. It's private, Jesus said. Don't scream and shout on God in church as if he's deaf. I was in Kumasa one time, and I was driving down to my hotel, and I saw a girl standing by the roadside crying bitterly, so I stopped. I said, what's wrong with you? I said, pa. He said, pa, Mommy. My poor mommy selling ice water has given me my school fees and somebody has taken it from my pocket in the trottro. My mother, I don't know how I'm going to school. My mother cannot afford. I asked, how much? 100,000. I gave her the money. And she left. When you cry to God, he will answer you. Level three, Knock. This is the, de- the level when intercession becomes even more urgent and insistent. It is like banging on a door for help. I need help, open the door. This is the level when tears begin to flow down your cheeks. Your voice becomes high and intense. And that's why Jesus says in Matthew 6, 5 to 7, go to your bedroom. Nobody should hear you doing this, nobody should hear you crying. I can cry before a church. I can do that in your bed my, in my bedroom alone. Level four. Now you're adding fasting. All that you have been praying, nothing is happening. Matthew 17, verse 21. Now you're adding fasting. This is the level that one decides to forgo comfort of food or sleep or sex for a certain number of days. It is the level of waiting for a response. Jacob prevailed all night. Jesus prevailed all night. Paul and Pallas prevailed all night. And you can prevail. Fast. Learn to fast at least once a week. Tell your stomach it's over. I have come to my wits and I need something from God. I'm not going to eat, give you food today. Level five. The prayer burden. Prayer burden. The burden may be intense and brief. This is when you cry as did the apostles when the storms were soaring, Master, don't you care that we perish? Lord, do you want me to remain single and commit adultery? You want people to call me barren? I can't have a baby? You are crying to God. He will answer you. He will speak. Let there be peace. We don't pray. There was a survey done in America and guess what pastors were praying less than five minutes a day prevailing prayer takes 45 minutes 30 minutes on your knees and you're talking to God you're talking to your papa it's like a conversation with your daddy and you're, you can you talk to your father about something serious for two minutes no sometimes two hours Level six, wrestling in prayer. Prayer becomes very intense. Praying every three hours in a day. Six o'clock in the morning, nine o'clock in the morning, 12 o'clock in the afternoon, three o'clock in the evening, six o'clock in the evening, nine o'clock at night, 12 midnight, 3 a.m. It's like a cycle. That is when the thing is becoming intense. Your wife is dying and you want to save your wife? That's what you should do. Wrestling with God every three hours. Luke chapter 22 verse 44. Jesus wrestled with God until the the sweat was like blood. God's secrets to answer prayers are revealed in 2 Chronicles chapter 7 verse 14. If my people, if my people... If my people who are called by my name, let me read it to you. If my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven. Listen to the conditions. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, If you bury your pride and arrogancy as a condition one and seek the face of God by reading the word of God, memorizing the word of God, and pray and turn from your wicked ways, your hatred, your animosity, and your anger, God says, I will hear you. You may ask me, how long shall I pray? I wish you could ask Martin Luther. Martin Luther, before he appeared before the Diet of Worms, he would pray for sometimes eight hours, seeking God's power. So Ellen White says, on the day when Martin Luther was standing before the Diet of Worms, they couldn't look into his face because there was light around him. Today, today something is going on in Germany. Did you know Germany has written a letter to Rome apologizing on behalf of Martin Luther? For the Reformation, he did. God forgive us. Bible is being fulfilled. Revelation chapter thirteen is now being fulfilled. Read it there. If you don't know want to pray, you know how to pray. Ask Murray how long he should pray. Ask Pigeon how long he prayed. Ask Alan G White how long he prayed. You go to the internet, look for these names, and you know there were men and women of prayer. And something happened when they prayed. I have made some personal resolutions to succeed in God. And here they are. I don't need any pastor's green handkerchief, like I told you the last time. A pastor has heaved green handkerchief on television and selling them. He says, you buy one, all your diseases, your business, everything will succeed. Where is it found in, in the Bible? Abraham chapter what? deceitfulness people are deceiving people and yet people believe it believe in the word of god and you shall be saved these are my personal resolutions i have resolved not to live in an open or known sin that's one two i have resolved to love god enough by obeying him at all costs at all costs number three I have resolved to bear no grudge, no grudge against anybody. Number four, I have resolved to make my voice familiar in heaven by talking to my papa every dawn. At every dawn, he will hear my voice singing and praying. That is not family worship. That's me and God alone in a private place. I have resolved to keep no anger in my heart. I have resolved to hate what God hates. Anything God hates, I hate it. Anything God loves, I love it. I have resolved not to entertain Satan in my family by watching any bad movie or reading any bad book or gossip about anybody. My home will never be Eric. Gossip Museum. I've resolved never to entertain Satan in my children. I've resolved never to let Satan control my wife. Never. I've resolved not to let Satan harass any of my workmates. I'll ask Jesus to take over. There is power in prevailing prayer don't stop praying don't stop fasting don't stop singing hymns I'm talking about hymns not those actor songs don't stop obeying God's Commandments keep the commandments of God Revelation 14 12 for here is the patience of the saints. here are they that keep the commandments of God and the faith of Jesus don't stop quoting scripture when you are praying these are the weapons. Use them. Use them. Amen. Paul says, pray without ceasing. I have made a covenant with Satan. The covenant is simple. He's a creature. I'm serving the creator. I will never bow to him. Number two, he's corrupt. I don't trust him. I will never come to him for anything. Number three, he's condemned. I am heaven bound. He can be angry. I'm not afraid. For he that is with me is greater than he that is against me. And finally, I know he doesn't like me, and I don't like him either. Would you make the same resolutions and ask God to help you to use these weapons against the enemy? Your common enemy wants to destroy your wife, your marriage. Your common enemy who wants to destroy your marriage, don't allow him. I'm repeating the seventh point. And that is found in Second Chronicles 7:14. The secrets to answer prayer, the secrets to answer prayer. is when we humble ourselves and seek His face and turn from evil deeds and pray He will answer us. I wish you all the best. I am praying that God will make you a spiritual giant, a spiritual giant that people will come to your house for prayer and not for gossip. May God be with you. My gracious heavenly Father, bless your children. Bless your children. I spoke with my sinful voice. May it turn into the sweet voice of Jesus Christ, my Lord. And bless all my listening friends. And as they go to practice this, may they see the power in prayer, even as you have taught us. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and grant you peace. Peace that money nor the world can give. It's my prayer. In the name of the only Son, the Holy Son, my Savior, Jesus Christ, the Holy Son of God. In his name I pray it. Amen. Prayer is a key, my friend. It is the key. So you study the levels of prayer and use them. And as you use them, you will become a winner in the Lord. And that's what you just have to concentrate to do. And you'll be great in the eyes of the Lord. We have DVDs and audio CDs all made ready for you. Ask for your copies so you can refer to them and share with them with other people. Make your donations also to keep this program on the air and the Lord will bless you. Next week, the same day, same time. Encounter with Truth is coming back with another very terrific terrific topic for you. God bless you. Thank you for watching today's episode of Encounter with Truth with God's seven pastor Dr. Andrews Lawrence Ew, an international evangelist. For inquiries, prayer or counseling, call any of the following numbers on your screen. And remember, your generous financial support is always welcome. Please call us.